Hey everybody and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I am the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are going to look at a portion of Galatians chapter 4. Now, I just want to remind everyone, these videos, they follow Valley Valley Christian Fellowship. They, they follow our Bible reading plan, at least the New Testament portion. And so the way we, we organize our yearly Bible reading plan at Valley is we, we try to read through the New Testament in a year and we read a chapter every day during the weekdays, and then there's a little time on the weekends for worship service and for catching up in case you, you miss a day. We also read through the Old Testament over two years in kind of a staggered sections. And so this follows our New Testament reading plan. And so we have, uh, we've covered the Gospels, we've covered Acts, we've covered Paul's larger letters, and now we're in Galatians, Galatians chapter four, actually. And so if you want to turn there, let me show you the text we're going to look at today. The text is actually one where we're going to see the, the dramatic impact the gospel of Jesus Christ makes upon your identity. You, know, you think about your identity. You think about who you are, at the very core of who you are. We, we identify with different things. Some, some people, people identify with their job. So, you know, say, you know, I'm, I'm a, a grocer or I, uh, you know, I sell insurance or I'm a, a truck driver. Whatever it might be for you, we identify with our, with our, uh, our job or maybe what we do for fun. And so I'm a, I'm a baseball coach and softball coach. And so I say, you know, I'm a, I'm a coach. That's, that's who I am. Is, is that my identity? Maybe we identify with our failures. I, I'm an addict. Or, uh, you know, I've, uh, I've lied so much in my past. Or I've made a, such a mess in my past. Or I've stolen so much in my past. Or I've committed crimes. Or, or I've hurt people. So this is, this is who I am. Or, or maybe you identify with what you do good. You say, you know, I'm really good at video games. I'm, I'm just awesome at, uh, at Halo um, or at Fortnite. That's, that's who I am. Well, let's go even deeper. Let's go even deeper from, from all those categories. Let's talk about who you are at the very core in your identity, spiritually speaking. That, that's what this text is going to, it's going to lead us to think through. And so well, let's look at Galatians chapter 4 starting in verse one. Here's, here's where it begins. It says, I mean that the heir, again, Paul's speaking, he's speaking of us before Christ as an heir, but, um, but in a weird situation. He says, I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything, but he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. This is talking about those outside of Christ. It's saying, you know, we, we, we live in this weird spot as like a child lives when they're going to inherit everything, but they have a, they have a guardian over them. They have a tutor. They have an instructor. Well, what was our instructor? Well, ideally, it was the word of God. But it was also the, the, the elementary principles of the world, the way the world worked. We, we were bound by these things. We were bound by the law of sin and death. We, we sin and we face the consequences for that. But, but here's where Paul goes next. He says, but when the fullness of time had come, at just the right moment, God set, sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, this is Jesus, born of a woman. He, 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 Jesus, son of God, now in human flesh. And he was born under the law. 
just like you and I were under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. Look, look, this is what Jesus has done for us. Because of his incarnation, because he came in the flesh, because of his crucifixion, his substitution, his burial, and then his resurrection into victory, because of the work of Christ, you and I, who were under the law, we were under the condemnation of the law. We were under the principles of the law. Now we have been redeemed and we have been adopted. We have been moved from being slaves of the law to now being children of God. So talk about an identity change. Verse 6. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. See, the ancient way for our modern day is, is it is a reflection on your true identity. Your true identity is no longer, I'm a hopeless, helpless sinner. Your, your true, not, true identity is now no longer as one who is under condemnation from the law, as one who is an enemy of God, as one who is a slave to, well, the scripture speaks of being a slave to the world, to our own fleshly desires, and even a slave to Satan himself. You are no longer identified as a slave, as someone who is following the, the ways of this world. No, you have been freed. You have been bought out of the slave market of sin. You have been redeemed, and you have been adopted. And so now your primary core identity, it is not your profession it is not your failures. It is not the, the places where you succeed. It is not your hobbies. Your primary identity is you are a child of God. You are an heir of the kingdom of God. Now just let that, let that sink in. Because that properly understood, that changes everything about how we live. This changes the way we, we interact with people. When we interact with someone, we're not trying to boast and make much of ourselves and make sure that they, they're impressed with us or that they like us. Instead, we can interact with every person with this, this inner confidence because we are right with God through the work of Christ. We are children of God. We, we are heirs of the kingdom. That frees us to care and to show interest in other people's lives. This means that, that in the rat race of life, we don't have to be stressed all the time about, do I have enough money? How, how, am I going to be able to retire with enough? Yeah, you should plan those things and, and think about those things. But, but it means that ultimately we know we have an eternal kingdom that we will inherit along with Christ. This changes our focus from the temporal or the earthly to the eternal and the heavenly. Because that's, that's where our inheritance is. We're not living for this world. We're living for the next. Now, we still live in this world as those who, who, who strive to glorify God in everything we do. And this is what a child does, right? We want to make much of our Heavenly Father. We want to make much of Christ, not for what we can earn, but because of who we are. Your primary identity. 
You are a redeemed and adopted child of God. So your ancient way for the modern day is to know and embrace and rejoice in your identity. So this comes to a conclusion. I want to ask you, turn it off. Set set down your phone if that's what you're watching on. Turn off the TV, the computer, and and take some time and, and prayerfully go to the Father and thank him for adopting you through the work of Jesus Christ. But also take this time before the Father and, and say, you know, Lord, here are the places where I'm, I'm drawn to make my primary identity something else. Whether it's your successes, your failures, your work, your habits, your, uh, your hobbies. Just be honest before the Lord and turn back to him remembering your primary identity. You are a redeemed adopted child of God.